Shut up! Hobson Randall McCain the third and I am Kermit Ray Thomas Jr. Welcome to the seventh episode of Woke and Restless. Seven. How you doing, Kerm? I'm good, man. Big number seven. Did you know Kanye West is a billionaire? Kanye West is a billionaire now. Yes, sir. Um, congratulations, Kanye. No. Nope. Exploiting black people. Yeah, right. You can miss me up. with all that, bro. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Hip hop mogul. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that, that I mean, it's nice too. We got what? Kanye, people be acting like Kanye and Jay Z the only two black people with money in, in in the entire world. Dre too, bro. Huh? Dre. Dre's a billionaire as well. Yeah. He he been a billionaire though since like, yeah. what like thirteen, twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen. Yeah, when when Beats mm-hmm. took off, it's crazy. I don't I don't I mean marketing is insane. Um, but yeah, man, billionaire. Shout out to. Is Kanye top five? Top five uh, rapper. Well, I don't know. I I never think Kanye's a top five rapper. I say that Kanye is top five artist. I don't. I don't think Kanye is like a prolific rapper in terms of like lyricism and stuff like that. I don't think he's like anything crazy. Um, I think as an artist, he's unreal. I just. I think he might be top five. <laughs> like, top five rapper. I mean, if you think about the, I mean, he's he's obviously trash now, but. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, Kanye albums. Excluding, uh, I can't remember the name of it right now. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, Kanye's albums up until Life of Pablo, excluding, I think, I think, I don't know if the album is entitled Love Lockdown, but there's a song on there called Love Lockdown. Oh, yeah. I know, um, I know, I yeah. know what you're talking about. Love, love, yeah. I used to listen to that. Did you really? Yeah. When I was sad, <laughs> yeah. like middle school, high school. Man, uh, yeah, but Kanye's albums up until Life of Pablo are just they're yeah, different. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not arguing that at they're all. I'm different. just talking about just purely rapping. I just yeah, went start to finish top five, yeah. maybe. Oh, I think he might be. Yeah, put top ten, top fifteen, easy. I, I mean, but like, here's my thing. I think, I think, um, I don't, I mean, we didn't plan to start this like yeah, this. Nah, nah, <laughs> but, this is... but I, here's my thing. My thing is, I, I always pose this question the same way. If you were to let's say Big and Tupac. Rise from the dead. Mm. You are the Uber. You pick them up from the from the cemetery, newly formed, and they say, "Hey, what's happened uh, in music since? Uh, what what artists can you play for me in music? Y'all got about 30, 45 minutes. Yeah. What artists can you play for me to define music? I don't think you don't play Kanye. I mean, yeah, you definitely got to throw him in there. Exactly. So. I think top five. <laughs> I, I think mean, that I, makes him I, top I'm, five. I'm, I'm, it's not a bad statement. I'm not like mad at you for saying he's top five. I just don't necessarily. I mean, yeah. I think it's seven. 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 He's behind. Let me. This is a real genuine question. He's, is he behind J Cole for you? Nah. Uh, nah. He, he's ahead of J Cole. J, J Cole's my favorite rapper. Yeah, I'm saying you're a big um, J Cole fan. That's why. But I mean, objectively speaking. I can't do yeah, that. I can't, right? yeah, I can't do that. I'm gonna get way too much smoke. Yeah, for that. you know, I, mean, I got friends. You know. DJ producers yeah. and all that. I ain't trying to deal with all that. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so Kanye West is a billionaire. To, in, in other news, yeah. um, it was actually kind of a slow week this week in terms of like uh, updates, I guess, or um, like breaking, like life changing news. Yeah. Um, 
It was but slow was, because like stupidity just became yeah, the and, norm. Yeah, that's yeah. why. And I think everybody just tired of it. So yeah, we don't nah. want to necessarily talk about that no more. Yeah, like last week we were like they're protesting scratch head. This week we're like that's still protesting. Yeah, like, and we're opening up. Like, like why? <laughs> like, um, we're doing what they want. Um. So, um, with that being said, we are going to get into our questions of the week. <laughs> Question. Yes, sir. Um, it's my week this week, it's so on Kerm you. is on the hot seat. Um, my first question is, um, I don't know if you saw, but on the page we posted, um, some uh, Australia's government actually just made an app called COVID Safe uh-huh. that um, tracks people's uh, exposure to the virus. Yes, sir. And basically, will like notify you or people that you've come in contact with if you have the virus, or notify you if you've come in contact with somebody who has the virus. Um, how do you feel about that in terms of just like a way to track it to track it for the control do you feel like that's too much of an invasion of privacy or you know we played around with that here yeah like a couple like maybe a couple weeks ago maybe a month ago uh we there was like some company that was talking about doing the same thing like uh, doing an app I mean, where yeah where we were going to track essentially the same thing we were just going to track people who had come in contact with the virus um the same concern was like privacy concerns I mean, uh, I mean, what are they gonna do with? I guess that information tracking. But sometimes I don't. I just I, I this could just be out of like naivete, but I just don't understand how it helps. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess mean, uh, it's all up to the terms and conditions. That the one page when you download the app. Um, like, but no, but that's my mean, point. When you let's like, so check this. Me and you got an app on our phone. Mm-hmm. It says that we have not come in contact with anybody that has, that has like been exposed to the coronavirus um so we chill right uh then i go home and everybody in my house has the app on their phone and it says that they have not been exposed to anybody in coronavirus you go home uh everybody has an app on their phone that says they have not been exposed to anybody with the coronavirus mail comes to your house (laughs) the mailman has been exposed to coronavirus but i mean we ain't checking his app you know what i mean um, so therefore, you like have been exposed now, right? We meet back up th- for for this. We yeah. meet back up for this, even though nobody in the house has been exposed, even though nobody in my house has been exposed. I'm coming through. I got to join on my phone, say I'm good. You got to join on your phone to say you good. And uh, I mean, my only we're in the same situation. Yeah, my my only concern would be, um, you know, with us, I guess, trying to reopen the economy and like you know get some money flowing back into. Um, you know, our economy. Um, do you think that the information that's tracked in the app would affect how, um, you know, likely people were to, like, spend money and, like, go into black neighborhoods and neighborhoods of color where... Um, I think that's going to happen anyway. I guess, just, yeah, nah. I, I, I mean, we know too much about, um, about the demographics of the disease. I think that's going to happen anyway. Yeah. Um, folks are about to... Why white people about to be racist? I mean, they like, and that's not all. Yeah, gotta make gotta make that clear. But I mean, they that's that's uh, been evident with how folks are being racist toward Asian American people because yeah. they found out the the virus is from China. Like, I, it's just about to get. Yeah, I mean, it's also I guess it's not like white folks was coming in the black neighborhoods, you know, readily just throwing their dollars at us anyway. Oh, not their dollars at us, but they was coming. Yeah, no, gentrification they was coming is real to make themselves some dollars. Oh, one hundred percent. Um, Buy this house, spruce it up, 
But yeah, so I mean that that is an interesting little tidbit. Y'all go do some reading up on the uh, Australian. Shout out to Tammy app. And Ron. It's huh? Nothing. I just gentrification obsessed me. Yeah, yeah no, so. I mean it's, it's it's real annoying. It's a whole thing, man. Um, but yeah, so question number two, um, five, your top five black superheroes. Go. <laughs> um, in order. Um, no, 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 no. Order. Just the five in yeah, general. I don't know. All right, so uh, Miles Morales. Okay. Spider Man. That's fair. Spidey is is, is the. Oh, you know, Spidey's also Hispanic too. So. Yeah, he's black and. Yeah, yeah. Put that out there for my Afro uh, Afro Latinos, man. Uh, I got Static Shock. Uh, I'm disappointed in myself. For the old days. Shock. Yeah, if you're an old head, you know who that is. I put, I put a, a shock, shock to, to your system. system. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cyborg. Um, that's not really an old head thing. That's yeah. uh, that's Teen Titans type stuff. Uh, Riri Williams, Ironheart. Ooh. I know people really not gonna know her, and Ooh. this is, this is like this is like the nerd coming out on some real shit. Uh, I got Riri Williams comments in the room, <laughs> but uh, Riri Williams is. Uh, Tony Stark dies, like, I mean, in the movie he died, but this is, like, comic book stuff. He dies, and the person that he's picked to replace him is, like, a teenage black girl, and she's fire, bro. Like, is she really? Bro, she's fantastic. Hmm. Like, there's, I mean, if we if we were doing ranking, she's number two behind Miles. Like, she's I'm fantastic. Not, I'm going to need to look into Riri yeah, Williams. Yeah, yeah, Riri Williams is fire. Um, natural hair and all, she's fantastic. Uh, and then... To Tyler, I guess, but you know, Wakanda forever. Yeah, Killmonger was more of a hero, but you know what I mean. Oh, wow. T'Challa happened to be around too. T'Challa was cool, man. Cooperation. No, no, no. I'm not. I, to be honest with you, I really liked T'Challa up until that movie came out. Uh, I, I really liked Black Panther up until he was <laughs> Black Panther was the most boring part of that film. Like him as a person, like there were so many things that were cooler than he was. And you talking about in the Black Panther movie? Yeah. Oh, I mean, Killmonger like, was cooler than he was. The women that fought around him were cooler than he was. Like everybody was cooler than him, and he I was thought, supposed I to be. He was pretty cool when he was in his little suit. But I, I thought a lot of it was. I mean, a lot of that movie was about him losing his uh his the the power. Of the Black Panther was stripped away. Stripped <laughs> away. <laughs> no, listen. But that's I don't. The the he was cool. He was cool when he um. When, when he uh, pulled up after they thought he was dead, he was cool. When uh, when he, but even Killmonger was cool in that scene. Like he, 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 he just got for me. He just got outshined by his villain. But like when he, what what did he say? Uh, oh, when he says uh, the challenge is not over. Like like something. He's like as as you can see, I am not dead. Yeah. <laughs> and then Killmonger, like even Killmonger kind of killed him in that scene because he says he said, hey man, all that talent shit is done with. Kudoka! What's up? I never yielded. And as you can see, I am not dead. All that challenge shit is over with. I'm the king now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that jump was such a fire response, bro. Yeah, but it is what it is. Was one of my kind. Um, that, that's your five, though, right? That's my five, yeah. That's All my right, five. so mine, no particular order as well. I got um, Black Panther, Miles Morales, um, just like you. Mm-hmm. And then I got Storm. Mm-hmm. Um, I got Killer B from Naruto. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got Huey Freeman from the Boondocks. Huey Freeman is not a superhero. He is a superhero, bro. Huey, Huey, Huey is fighting for our people. Bro, what? Before it was social media cool. Bro, what? Bro. Um, yo, uh, Huey Freeman has this like classic. Do you? So you seen every episode of Boondocks? Yeah. The the one of my favorite. I can't even say my favorite because it's a couple of them. But one of one of my favorite scenes is the scene where he is like running. The whole episode, he's like running like the, the chocolate. The chocolate, the, bro. At he's the like, end, when you. dude said, "Bro, what?" <laughs> when he, when he says, "Bro," when he says, "Yo," I kept thinking to myself, "If this was a movie, I would do this and this and this." And then I said, "But what if it was a movie?" Yo? And then like goes off into this rant. Now on, you're under new management. You will work for me, and in return. You'll receive an allowance. Allowance? Yes, allowance. As in, I'm allowing you to keep 10%, and I'm allowing you to keep drawing breath on this earth. Now, you either get down or you lay down. What's it gonna be, sunshine? This wasn't no movie. The smart thing was to say yes, get up, and leave the room. But then I thought to myself, what if this was a movie? Look, fuck you, fuck the plane you flew in on, Fuck them shoes. Fuck those socks with the bell on it. Fuck your gay-ass fairy faggot accent. Fuck them cheap-ass cigars. Fuck your yuck mouth teeth. Fuck your hairpiece. Fuck your chocolate. Fuck Guy Ritchie. Fuck Prince William. Fuck yeah. the Queen. This is America. My president is black and my Lambo is blue, nigga. Now get the fuck out my hotel room. And if I see you in the street, I'm slapping the shit out of you. Man, that joint is too perfect. That joint is hilarious. Uh, but yeah, who Huey Freeman is a... It's an okay pick. My team would murk your team. That's not true at all. My team would murk your team. That's not bro. true at all, bro. bro come we on. We get Riri out, Riri out that Iron Man suit. What is she? <laughs> Billionaire philanthropist. Oh, yes. <laughs> play, Playgirl. Um, so, y'all let us know what uh, y'all think y'all's top five black superheroes are. If y'all like yeah. ours. If you... Um, yeah, we'll share this joint on the page. Yeah. And know. then y'all comment. Let us know what's good. Comment and share and like yeah. and follow and all that good if stuff. If we missed anybody, y'all let us know, man. Uh, we definitely didn't know. Um, so, <laughs> our third one. Um, question? Yeah, question. Third question is, this is the one that we had talked about beforehand. And now I don't forgot. It's slipping my mind. What if oh, I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, what's one thing that you've watched in the past week that has helped you get through quarantine? Oh, bruh. Why women kill? What is that? Listen, it's on CBS All Access. And I'm bugging because, like, this isn't even, like, a prepared response because I definitely binge-watched this joint yesterday. <laughs> uh, like, see, like episode 1 through 13, uh, season 1. It has Lucy Liu in it. Um, I can't remember her name right now, but the girl from... Uh, I, I, haven't, I haven't seen it Um a lot, but I know a lot of people watch it. Once Upon a Time, mm-hmm. the girl that plays Snow White in that apparently is um, in it. And basically, the premise of it is that there are three women who are all in relationships. And it's a story, but there are three women who are all in relationships. They all live in the same house at different points in time. Mm-hmm. And they all kill somebody in the house. And so, like, the show you're going through... One of them is based in, like, 1964. The other one is 1984. The other one is 2019. Mm-hmm. And so you see 
like the stories develop in episode one through thirteen. When I tell you that joint was fire, like it was really good. No, that sounds. I mean, that sounds really good. Yeah, nah, y'all, yeah, y'all for real. Shows, bro. Like, what, like, what are we doing? Like, I'm at home. I mean, that's real. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, but nah, definitely, y'all should check that one out. That one's that one was really good. Um, yeah, for me, I actually, I know you already finished this one, but I actually got into The Flash oh, okay. um, this past week. Yes, sir. So I ran through the first few seasons of that. Um, and it was just, it's just a fun, fun so, watch. Man. It's just a fun watch. It's interesting. It's intriguing. Run, Barry, run. Run, Barry, run. Yo, you, one thing that I, one thing that I talk about with The Flash all the time, like I know I don't, I watch Black Lightning too. Mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't like it as much, but I, I like it. Uh, one thing that I'd be hyped about with the Flash, though, is it's the Flash has a lot of black people. Yeah, like, I, was yeah talking nah. to, I was talking to my girl about that. It's like, even though the black people aren't necessarily the main characters, there's like a bunch of scenes Bro, where it's just like it's just, just the black focusing people. on the black Bro, people. Bro, it's crazy. It's They'll like, be talking like it'll be we'll have whole scenes of just like four people in the room talking, and they're all black, and I just be like. This is nice. This yeah. feels right. You know what I mean? It's like someone don't even uh, got superpowers. It's like, bro, well, yeah, nah. It's 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 one of my favorite things about that show. Uh, but yeah, Barry Barry Allen actually just he's he's married to a black woman in the show. That's pretty lit. I mean, I guess it, depending on how you think about that. Iris West Allen, aka Candace Patton, aka Future Miss Thomas. No, <laughs> no. I see you though. Listen. <laughs> also, uh, bro, that reminds me. Uh, do you know Gabrielle Dennis is? I want to say yes, but no. Gabrielle Dennis is, um, have you ever seen, uh, have you ever seen, oh, um, God, what's it called? Blue Mountain State. Yes. Blue Mountain State, right? The first season of Blue Mountain State, do you remember the running back from the first season of Blue Mountain State? Yes. The one that was like a virgin with his girl and he thought it was, Blue Mountain State is a very raunchy. Yeah, this is. Uh, parental advisory. Yeah, it's a very raunchy like show. I think it's on Netflix, but it's really good. It's about it was really funny. Um, but yeah, so uh, there, there was a running back in Blue Mountain State, black guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like a virgin. Him and his girl, they were like really religious. They weren't supposed to have sex. Craig Shallow. Yes, Craig Shallow, the running back in. Um, uh, I needed to see his face. I couldn't think of who he was oh, talking yeah, yeah. to. His girlfriend. Mm. Do you oh, remember what his girlfriend was? Oh like? yeah, Gabrielle Dennis. Right, she's also in. I mean, that's a long time ago, but she's also in the Black uh, Lady comedy show mm. now that's on HBO. Okay, she's in that as well. Long story short, I made a comment on a Instagram post <laughs> um, uh, this week, mm-hmm. uh, this past week. Shooting your shot? Uh, no, 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 no. Literally, I was just like, I was commenting something. Basically, like, this uh, com- comedian I follow put out this thing that I'm looking for somebody to come date this girl that I know. This is the information about her. Mm-hmm. And then my I, my joke was, lonely niggas just got real hype. <laughs> it's me. I'm lonely niggas. That was my joke, right? <laughs> she laughed at my joke. <laughs> she, wow. liked, she liked the comment. And then she tags me in her response. Wow. And put the little laughy face, right? So, mind you, I panicked. And I was like, <laughs> I, was like I know her. What should I say next? So I was like, I was like, I was like oh my God, <laughs> I'm such a big fan. Um, thank you. What did I say? Oh my God, I'm such a big fan. Thank you. Love your work or something like yeah. that. And then she responded again and gave me the uh, gave me the, the prayer hands, right? So I'm on cloud now. Yeah. Right? 
I'm I'm having all types of thoughts. Right? Like, uh, you know, I should send him my TikTok video. She needs to see me. And then um the comedian, his name is Naeem Lin, uh the comedian commented on the post and was like, Kermit Thomas, that's why you lonely. Because you be making shit weird. <laughs> Yo. I was like, dog, I panicked. (laughs) I would have performed better if I knew. (laughs) I tagged him. I said, bro, I panicked. I didn't know whether to to act like I've been here before or to say say anything about it. I said, but I'll be cool next time. (laughs) I won't embarrass you again, friend. Uh, But nah, nah. It was was cool. It was a dope experience. Yeah, nah. It was a dope experience. That's a... That's a good experience, man. I'm happy for yeah, you. Man. Um, you know, that's one one small step for Kermit, and that's about it. Yeah, you know um, what I mean? So Next time I send her the podcast. Yeah, no, nah, that's what you should have done. I don't know what you're playing around for. If you think I'm not going to tag Gabrielle Dennis in the bio for this episode, you got me messed up. Bro. <laughs> hey, Gabrielle, once you listen to this, uh, actually, I'm not, I'm not going to put all your information out there, brother. Oh, let's relax. Yeah, no. Um, never mind, never mind. We're going we to we edit that one up. Moving forward. Talk about making it awkward. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else we got on the um, docket? We got a fed up, fed up award. Damn it, Gina. Now I'm mad. So you must really be mad mad. And for what? Why you mad mad for? You mad, bro? Oh, no, I'm not angry. I'm mad. Oh, um, yeah. So... The winner of last week was yours truly because what else would you expect? Um, so what's that? I mean, I'm a it's three two. Three two? It's three two. So okay. so if this is a seven game series, mm-hmm. we know how that works. That means best out of four. Um, best out of four. You've won three. Mm-hmm. I I've won two. Um You have home court advantage right now. It is what it is. I'm not concerned about stuff like that. You know what I mean? Those are the particulars that don't that don't get to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, you keep a level head, you go in, uh, and then you, you handle business. You know get what I mean? No, no, no. Oh. Because I don't know if you know this, but um, there's an I in win. Yeah. There's also an I in Kermit. So. Well, that, the math that. adds up, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> there's, there's you heard that. it here first. There's that. Kermit is going to win because he has an I in his name. I'm just letting you know. Uh, just, these are things to think about. If you haven't thought about it before, it'll explain why you're about to lose this series. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. Okay. Vic Tibetano won last week. Kudos to him. Great person. Kudos to me. I chose him. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> anyway. Tomatoes, tomatoes. Before I was interrupted by ignorance. Potatoes, um, potatoes. This week's Fed Up Award, um, who you got? Um, AOC. The GOAT. Alessandria. Ocasio Cortez. Yeah, to say it like that. Yeah. I watched. Put a little flare on it. I watched the El Dorado. Uh, Zorro the other day. It was oh. actually. The accent was pretty dope. Listen, seriously, she was fantastic. Man, she was. Um, she uh, went on the floor of Congress. He, she's fighting for working people right now in these relief bills, obviously. Mm. Um, we haven't necessarily passed a relief bill that's like centered around helping, helping working families. Um, the way her numbers or our numbers genuine, general numbers line up one in three families weren't able to pay rent or mortgages as of last mm-hmm. um, month yeah 
um, even with the twelve hundred dollars uh, stipend, not yeah, stipend, wow. even with the twelve hundred dollars checks that went out to everybody. Um, so that being the case, uh, she was just calling on Congress to do something, like mm. act as if this was an emergency, not as if we could just pretend like things are going to be okay. And I really appreciate her message. You are not trying to fix this bill for mom and pops, and we have to fight to fund hospitals, fighting to fund testing. That is what we're fighting for in this bill. It is unconscionable. If you had urgency, you would legislate like rent was due on May 1st and make sure that we include rent and mortgage relief for our constituents. Thank you very much. Yeah, so she was just she was just there with the fire. I'm with the vibes, man. You know, she always brings the energy. Yeah, she's she's like, I mean, she's genuinely trying to change the world. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to follow in her footsteps. Yeah, that was a good pitch. That was real good. No, you know Opening mean? statements. No, no. I mean, you don't have to. But if you bring attention to it, it makes it. Oh, less. my bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, but yeah, no. That was alright. Um, okay. So my, <laughs> okay, my my candidate this week is Don Lemon. Um, he had a little snippet on CNN where he was just honestly just fed up with the president and um, his stupidity, for lack of a um, better better term. He. He, oh, it was the Nobel Prize. Yeah, joint. yeah, it's because yeah. it was the Nobel Prize. I read those tweets in such disbelief, man. It was unreal. Yeah, no, nah, he was Donald Trump. He got mad because, um, or he didn't get mad, but he was like questioning what uh, gives people credentials to get a Nobel Peace Prize, and like specifically asked about um, a Nobel Pe- a Nobel Prize that reporters get um, because he thought that reporters. And the media are trash, um, and he was upset about that. And Don Lemon, no, no, you missing the you missing the crucial thing. What's here. the crucial What's the crucial thing? It was he was he was talking about. You I can't believe you don't know this because you're not gonna believe it. Is this, it gonna, was, is this gonna strengthen my case? Bro, or uh, no, like it, it, it'll. I mean, I don't <laughs> know if it'll strengthen your case, but it'll explain why Don was just done. Because it wasn't just him attacking the like. People, he, he like it was a Nobel Prize, right? Yeah. How you spell Nobel? Oh yeah, no, nah, he he spelled he spelled it Nobel. No, yeah, and he was dead serious. <laughs> he thought he thought it was spelled Noble. and then when they asked him about it, he said, "I guess we just don't understand sarcasm." What? He said, he said "We don't you understand sarcasm." That you guys can't take sarcasm. That's what he was saying. Bro, he, was he spelled Nobel Noble yes. out of sarcasm. <laughs> All right, so that's what he said, bro. bro I just know I just it was the funniest tweets. thing in the world, bro. I could not stop laughing. Yeah, so um, that's your president. Yeah, bro. no. So y'all, y'all check out the clip. Um, where you know Don Don Lemon got upset and he was just like, the president doesn't know the difference between noble and uh, Nobel. Um, first of all, reporters don't even get Nobel prizes. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then he was just, he said, my favorite part, he said, he was like stable genius. And then he looked at the camera and he just, he just give you that, you know, uh, he just give you that look that your boy give you when you see some crazy shit. You're just like, bro, what is going on? It's just like, like, just like God damn. No. And then at the end, he was just like, uh, what do you say? How much longer, how much longer we got to put up with this? Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, yeah. everybody's feeling that, bro. Yeah. yeah. We just tired of it. Um, it was it was perfect. Uh, also, isn't it cool to like have Don Lemon back at the barbecue? Isn't that dope? Yeah, yeah. Because Don Lemon was definitely barred for a while. Yeah, he got then, he got canceled for a little bit, didn't he? Yeah, and then uh, just by black people, we just weren't. We just like nah, that's 
he's not one of ours. And then Trump got elected, or like on the path, on the way to Trump getting elected, um, Republicans just got more and more just like the facts don't matter. And so yeah. they would come on CNN and be like, the sky is green. <laughs> and Don would just be like, no, I can't do this. I can't sit here and let y'all just say whatever. Uh, but yeah, man. Also, it was Melania's birthday. Okay. Yesterday. Was it yesterday? Or the no, it was before? like a couple of days ago. Yeah, but she turned the big five zero. Um, so the day he went on that rant, it was Melania's birthday. Did he say happy birthday to her? It literally, like, he tweeted happy birthday, and it was so, it was so surreal. I know because I know he's been president for years, but it was so surreal because in the entire time that she's been in the White House, I never, I don't, I don't remember ever talking about her birthday or the president or the president's birthday or Donald's birthday. Mm. And the wild part is like. I thought about it in, like, Barack Obama terms. Do you know how long the, like, message of, like, love and their support would have been on, on oh, yeah. Michelle Obama's birthday? Like, we all think it's the first lady's birthday. Yeah. And the reason that we know it's the first lady's birthday is because Barack Obama posted a picture of them, like, cuddled up. Yeah. Saying that she is the love <laughs> of his life. Like, you know what and I mean? And he wouldn't be nowhere without her. Yeah, bro, what? You know? Um, that that's that love that you miss, you know. That, that good, that good black love. Yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah. So, um, y'all, y'all make sure y'all cast y'all vote. We are gonna put up the poll in a couple of days here. Um, Let's get to these topics. Man. Yeah, we we need to go and get into it. It's gonna be a little little bit of a loaded week this week. Um, like we said, there was not that much news, but there was a couple of different things that um, were relatively big. Is it I, like so? It, it was news, but it was like not news because. We're all. I think we're all like, like kind of in the same place about the stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're just saying things that everybody feels. There's not really any way, any it, sort of to, like, to debate this, yeah. right? Like, I think we're just gonna. Bad. Yeah, you know what I mean. We're <laughs> just gonna see. Like, Kim Jong Un <clears throat> might be dead. He might be alive. I don't care. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the news. Like, it came across my screen, and I was like, eh. and then. A couple hours later, it's like it was the next day. It was like South Korean officials say Kim Jong Un is alive, and I was like, eh. <laughs> okay. I was like, that's cool, man. That was good. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the news there, guys. He might be dead. He might be alive. Who knows? Yeah, that's cool. Um, the protest is still going on. Yes. Uh, thousands of people packed California beaches this weekend during the heat wave. There was also a thousand people, as TMZ reports it, there were a thousand people at a party in Chicago. How they this weekend found out about that party. Um, know, some so the video I saw, it was some girl that went live at the party, hmm. um, full of black people, uh, and uh, that's it. I mean, I, like, like, I mean, I guess the problem in that, I guess that, you're juxtaposing how protesters recovered. That reminds me, bro. I forgot to tell you, your What's boy up? Tony Spell is back. Like this is this is all a part of this conversation of just like people breaking mm-hmm. the rules. Tony Spell, yeah, the pastor okay. in Louisiana, mm-hmm. he is back. He let me tell you, he broke house arrest. Wow. On Sunday to go have service at the church, so he broke house arrest and he defied the stay at home order, and he held service. I want you to know the your Lord, guy's a the trooper. Lord waits for no man. Your your guy is a trooper. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, all of those things. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know really how to phrase the question. I guess how does it make? 
it's not even how does it make us feel. Like we think all of, we think all of them are stupid. Like yeah, I mean, just like just like what I said about the protesters. This is if you black people going to a house party in Chicago, why for what? What are you doing? You mm-hmm. know, like um, I, again, I think it's a case of either mis misinformed or unable to process the information correctly. Because if you, especially as a black person, if you see the numbers um, and, and the statistical discrepancies of how coronavirus is affecting the black community. Yeah. Um, you know, you got a grandma. I'm sure the young folks in there, they was all like, I'm not going to die from Corona. Um, which is honestly up in the air. We've had, you know, 30 year olds, 40 year olds. They said the first, the first, um, person to die was like a 40 year old woman who was like in good health. And she was the first death in the U S. So, you know, all that to say, if you're not doing it for you, do it for your pop pop. And, and your big mama. <laughs> okay. <laughs> your abuela. Okay. Uh, um, but but not for real. Like you, you know, we got you, we got to protect our people, and uh, you know, we not we not helping ourselves by putting ourselves in that situation. You know, Van Jones is getting backlash for that. He made a he made a statement talking about how black people need to take care better care of their bodies in the midst of all of this, and um, a lot of people weren't feeling that. I mean, I, I can understand. Because if you, it, it depends on how the statement was made. If he made it in the sense that, like, because black people take such terrible care mm-hmm. of their bodies, is why there's all this discrepancy in terms of deaths and coronavirus cases. Um, then that I think is different. So yeah, that's a little different. Um, I mean, if you're just t- just like you, um, just like we said, we talked about the Surgeon General. Like, if everybody in the world took care of themselves. Yeah. During this time, you'd be in a better position. Yeah. Um, so specifically saying it to black people as a black man, I don't necessarily see a problem with it. It's just like, come on, black people, let's take care of ourselves. But if you're highlighting that as the reason behind the disparities in the numbers, um, I don't necessarily think that that can account for much. I mean, I think there's this like, there's this thing right now with black people where I think, um, or at least the ones that are like speaking very openly about this, mm-hmm. is that like we have to fend for ourselves because these people ain't, they're not thinking about us, right? They're not going to try to take care of us. Um, And that, like, is an issue. Uh, But, I mean, it's hard to wrap your head around, right? Because I'm not saying everybody, we should just have a license to do all the bad stuff to our bodies. But it's it's pretty... No, I'm talking about, yeah, black people. But, it's particularly difficult to do the best things with your bodies for black yeah, people. Yeah, and, and I think that's another thing that people don't, you know, when you make a statement like that, like, it's real easy to, in your heart, be like, uh, you know, I'm just trying to have black people have the best outcome possible. But if you don't take into account all the things that led to a lot of the... Like this moment, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, you know, the, the situation that we're in now to where, um, you know, even before coronavirus, healthcare was... Like, uh, healthcare for black folks, it was a lot more dangerous for black people to go to the doctor than it is for white people. Yeah. So it's like, um, those things are not indicative of coronavirus specifically. So that, that's a, that's a, a root problem that we have to address as opposed to just saying like black people treat yourselves better. Um, and then, you know, not taking any action to rectify the history that has caused us to not be able to. Um, you know, necessarily treat ourselves in the best way. You know, uh, um, a hot pocket from Dollar Store is a lot cheaper than uh, 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 Weight Watchers. You know, meal from that's shipped to your house, 
And I'm, that's probably not the best example, but, um, you know. No, I mean, the, the, no, the, I think that's solid. Yeah. I, I think that's solid. Like, Oprah can definitely get on TV and say, I love bread. Yeah. And, like, white people will buy um, Weight Watchers, mm-hmm. right? I don't know many too, too many black people that have the opportunity to, like, buy prepackaged healthy yeah. food, right? Yeah. Or or even if you go, I mean, even if you go to the, gro- the grocery store, like, organic food, healthier food is more expensive. I'm not assuming that all black people are poor, but I even know how my wallet works, right? Yeah. Like, if the option is an expensive thing or a least expensive thing, like, I do think about <laughs> getting and, the and, and, and honestly, you gotta, you gotta think about the, um, the, the, the mind, like the, the, I'm trying to think of the word, um, the conditioning of the, uh, of the mind in terms of how black people, you know, spend our money and stuff yeah. like that. Um, you know, we're not necessarily conditioned to invest a lot of money into our bodily health. Um, you know, a lot of black people, we're focused on economic growth, um, social, so, social growth, um, but taking care of your body and like eating greens when um you know the police just shot somebody down the street is it seems like a minuscule problem yeah. like um to address you know yeah. like that, that's not the biggest problem that we need to address in the black community i i mean i agree but it uh, it, it i mean if somebody has to be concerned about it right like yeah and, and like, that's why so i said like if for black like for me a black man telling black folks Brothers and sisters, we got to take better care of ourselves. How old are you, 40? Brothers and sisters. Wow. Come on, buddy. Brothers and sisters. We all are brothers and sisters. Power to all the people, you know? I mean, I'm just saying. You can say, just talk to him, huh? Van Jones about 40, bro. I was, I, I was speaking like, anyway. <laughs> I'm not going to get into this stupid little argument. Um, but if a black man says, black people, please treat yourselves better. Uh-huh. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing inherent. Like, I, I don't think... You could be mad at him for saying that, um, or even for not highlighting the years of systemic or, um, you know, economic oppression that led to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because in in the black space, like I guess that's just implied. Like we we already know that racism got us to where we are. Um, and you know, uh, do you, do you disagree? I don't make your pages. I don't. I don't disagree. I'm. I just think this is one of those things where where I was less so I was less offended than I was when the Surgeon General said yeah this stuff because Van Jones was not talking to white people so that matters to me. Um, it's, I mean it's the justification of that like when when we addressed the Surgeon General stuff I said I don't like when black people make statements to white people that are for black people. Yeah. Um, I felt like he was talking to black people so I was more okay with the with the idea. I thought he addressed. I mean, Van Jones continues to address systematic oppression. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he went into how we need to own our own health. That was his point, right? Like, we have to be um, steadfast in the idea of taking better care of ourselves, right? And and a part of taking better care of ourselves is demanding that certain things change in, like, areas or, or, or places where we are predominant. Yeah. Um, I think most of us would support that in theory. I just think I I think there's I think pe- I think people like to complain about stuff. I, I was trying to think of a better yeah. way to say that, 
but but I I thought for me he hit, I thought he hit all the points he he needed to hit, which is that like, um, if we are going to say that they're not taking care of us, therefore we need to take care of ourselves. We also have to be open to the idea that there are things that we are doing improperly or that we could be doing better. Yeah. Um, and taking care of our bodies is one of those things, right? Like, uh, when when active when numbers come out about people's activity. Uh, well, well, let's say I, I don't know specific numbers uh, this was something I used to research heavy mm-hmm. um, when I first started working out but when numbers come out about people that I think it's like something like 1 in 10 or 1 in 15 people each day like at least do 30 minutes of, like, of exercise right um, those numbers are typically like when you, when you dissect numbers like that you dissect them through a lens and those numbers are typically like the majority of that poll is white people mm. right and down into a deeper lens and where we're talking about people of color, a lot of times that is way worse. Right? Yeah. Um, and so those are things that, like, we have to be comfortable with black people telling other black people about. Yeah, and I especially think that, you know, with the the fact that um, the healthcare system isn't doing its due diligence. Not for us, no. Yeah, for, you know, so, like, we have to take those extra steps. Yeah. Um, because we don't have the resources that, you know, our white counterparts have. A so. thousand percent. A thousand percent. I, and, and it's, I mean, there are a lot of reasons. Uh, like, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I think I do think people like to complain. Um, and I think people find whatever avenue they want to find to complain. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I stand by that. I say stuff like that all the time. Um, I just I just don't think this is, this is not an avenue that I want to take advantage of. I just don't, I yeah. don't see it. Van, Van Jones has said way more stuff where I've been kind of. And it's like, like, to me, it's like, if we're, with everything that's going on, is this what we're going to waste our outrage on? That man um, says we should take care of our bodies better? Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. So, that's that's my issue. Um, but I guess people could say the same thing about the Surgeon General thing. But I, I, I just thought that was a lot more problematic. Surgeon General was talking to white people. I don't... I mean, that's my that's my line. Yeah. I don't like... I don't. I do not like when you... It, it's, it, I, I can walk into a building full of white people and gain a lot of points if I'm like, man, black people need to get together. They love it. Yeah. They, they, they soak that shit up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, oh, God, yeah. That's what we've been saying. They're the criminals, not yeah. us. And then, and then it validates, you know, you 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 become that black friend. That, oh wow, yeah, in a, in a heartbeat. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm comfortable here. I exist here. I love it here because they think I'm not like all the other black mm-hmm. people. Um, it's it's not a place where I I don't like for black people to be there. Um, and like I said last time, I think it exists on both sides of the aisle. I know people on the left who I think the same thing about. I just think anybody that starts a statement or like, this is is typically how you can tell who these people are. It's a thing. Anybody that starts their statement about black people as a black person, like, I hate to say this or like, I hate to have to be the one to say it. Like, somebody got to say it. You're trash. I don't like, I don't like anything that's about to come out your mouth next. Um, But, that's like the, um, I'm not racist, but, (laughs) <laughs> like, like it's just <laughs> everything that you said before that but doesn't bro, make sense. shut up like yeah. <laughs> like stop talking bro um uh but yeah yeah so i don't really have a i don't really had a bigger problem than that i well did you have um i can't really i was trying yeah. i was trying to think of a good segue for the yeah no, I, was, I was just gonna say this is a rough transition but how you think about donald telling people to drink bleach <laughs> oh man um no, that's not what I was thinking. That actually would have been a good transition, I think. Yeah, no, Donald did tell people to inject... Um, <laughs> inject the... No, first, first he told them uh, UV lights, whether whether it be yeah, through the skin the or some work, other means. Man, yeah. Uh, uh, in some other way. 
And I think you said you're going to test that, too. Sounds interesting. We'll get the right folks equipment. Right. And then I see the disinfectant, where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection inside or, or almost a cleaning? Because you see it gets on the lungs, and it does a tremendous number of the lungs. So it would be interesting to check that. So that you're going to have to use medical doctors with. But it sounds, it sounds interesting to me. So we'll see. But the whole concept of the light, the way it kills it in one minute, that's uh, that's pretty powerful. Uh, Steve? I don't know how, what, what other means light can be injected. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> He's the commander-in-chief, my guy. I don't guy. want to talk about He's that. in charge of the executive uh, branch of the American government. <laughs> right. And it, it, was, it was, like, hilarious to me. I know, I know that you said that you were upset by this, but like looking at the people around, like when, when he, when he, he, he like asked for verification from some people, he's like, right. You, you guys are working on that. Right. And then it's just like, you see the other people on the side and they're just like, uh, <laughs> what bro? Like, are you dead ass? Listen, I just, I don't want to talk about that, bro. Like, I just, the, I, I could sit down and write a comedy about the president of the United States. And I said, yo, this is, we just, let's do the wildest shit we could imagine. Let's put this, this man in the worst possible position we could imagine, right? Yeah. I couldn't make this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> I There's nothing not, in my head that would be like. Nothing, I would not come up with, hey, what if he just told people to drink bleach? Like, I wouldn't, that would not. I'll just, I'll just, I'll be like, Kermit, that's a stupid idea. <laughs> that's unrealistic. If we're in the writer's room, we would be like, hey, listen, let me throw that yeah, in the trash. We're going to come with something. Listen, um, I didn't, I, I, I just thought everybody was irresponsible. Like, so yeah, Donald's stupid. He's an imbecile. Uh, there are people who are out there who did try it or did make calls about it to see if that was like an actual mm. thing. All throughout the country, uh, you know, I'm praying for all of them. Uh, but, um, <laughs> but, nah, just short Dr. Burks, uh, is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. Nah. You wasn't rocking with it? That's the worst type of white woman. Like, that's, that's like, I mean, there's a way in which we, in which we view white women in, in, as a society, right? We always feel bad. All, our initial response to the sight of a white woman is to feel bad for her. It happened, I can think of a million examples. The one I'll use in the situation that we're talking about right now, not, not, but I'm just saying in the whole yeah, yeah. presidential situation, I'll use Melania Trump and I'll use Dr. Burks, right? There was a genuine sense of, like, when Melania and, and Trump moved into the White House, I just feel so bad for her. Yeah. Like, that man has to be horrible. She married that nigga. She chose it. Like, I'm not, no, like, there's no way that I feel, I don't feel anything. I don't. I'm not there, right? Yeah. She knows what that man is about. I don't, I'm I'm far more removed from them than she is, and I know he's trash. Yeah. So you're there for the trash, like you know what I mean? No, yeah, I don't see the behind the doors. Doctor Burns <laughs> is the same thing. We just we immediately assume it's we it is our inclination to place white women on a pedestal as if they are just either they're like really 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 great, or they're really 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 like abused and taken mm. advantage of. Um, 
And in this situation, I want to be very clear. Dr. Burks was not either one of those things. She was a trash individual. That man told people that they shouldn't ingest bleach, and she sat there. And then, and then, as you, as we, like, people were so excited about, like, oh, my God, look at her face. Yeah. You could just tell she's not feeling any of this. And then she came out and said, no, I completely, I, you know, the president just is talking. He talks out loud. I think it's unfair that the media runs away with that stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, they shouldn't just be, like, taking that and, and running with it. That's clearly not what he said. You can miss me with that. I almost just said some words, but you can miss me with that. I tell you that right now. I'm not. Yeah, that's the worst type I, of white woman. I'm, I'm not even going. I didn't see her statements um, following the video. It, but it was after she had already got hyped, so you wouldn't have seen it when when we when we shared the video mm. on the page. You wouldn't have seen it then because she had got all this hype about it, and then I think later that day or the next day she was on Fox News and okay. she talked about it. And then last night I'm on Twitter and folks are like, "Doctor Burst is really not that great of a person." I was like, no shit. Like, yeah, I mean, I could, I, could, I could tell she was kind of like a, a Trump crony in the sense that, um, you know, she's not going to, like, Dr. Fauci, he'll he'll speak, he'll come, uh, what is it called? He'll speak out against something that Donald says. Mm-hmm. Like, even those times where Donald says something and then Dr. Fauci walked up <laughs> to the state and said, scratch all that shit that he just said. We can't mm-hmm. do that. Um And then I think people saw repercussions for that. So you don't have, like, any sort of sympathy, like, She's trying to keep her job. She just want to keep her place in the Are you asking me? Yeah. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. You didn't believe the president was putting anybody in danger, did you? No, when he gets new information, he likes to talk that through out loud um, and really have that dialogue. And so that's what dialogue he was having. I think he just saw the information at the time, um, immediately before the press conference, and he was still digesting that information. The president has always put health and safety first. I think you can see that in the way that he was supportive of slowing the spread guidelines, knew the impact that that would have on the economy, and knew clearly what impact it would have on the economy. Yet he realized that the health and safety of Americans was his number one interest and responsibility, and that's what he did first and continues to do as we begin to open up. You probably never imagined you'd be doing this much television. You're doing network, you're doing cable, you're doing print. You're basically there every day during these task force briefings in front of the press corps. Do you believe the media in this country has been fair throughout this pandemic? Well, you know, I've been privileged to do media all over the world. Um, People may not have seen me before because it's been primarily in South Africa and Asia because I've been working on vaccines and therapeutics and pandemics around the globe for a number of years. Um, I I think the media is... um, very slicey and dicey about how they put sentences together in order to create headlines. I think, you know, we know from millennials and other studies that some people may only read the headlines, um, and if there's not a graphic, they're not going to look any further than that. And I think we have to be responsible about our headlines. I think often the, the reporting may be accurate in paragraph three, four, and five, but I'm not sure how many people actually get to paragraph three, four, and five. And I think the responsibility that the press has is to really ensure that the headlines reflect the science and data that is in their piece itself. 
Dr. Burks, thank that you. That man so told much people to drink bleach, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yo, like, so if you the least she could have did was stand up and say, um, nah. Like, what, like, about, what about Bradley Hughes asking, like, oh, you guys, you guys are looking into this, right? Like, Donald was asking. I, he was talking to her, I thought. Nah, I didn't think so. I, oh, it might have been somebody else. Whoever he was speaking to should have said, no, no, sir. <laughs> Or, or Mr. President, we'll talk about that privately. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to like venture into those things without without us like actually discussing them yeah. beforehand. Um, I just think it's just it's wild that we've gotten to the point where you know this is the fourth year of Donald Trump's presidency, and he still don't talk to people before making like just outlandish statements like that. Like, I, I could make a list of all the shit she could have said in that moment. I could really write them all down. <laughs> I'm not sure about disinfectants, Mr. President. <laughs> not, not quite so sure about the bleach. No, I mean, I mean, uh, Mr. President, we actually haven't found a vaccine. Uh, we're gonna talk about some other things later, but in, in the meantime, I don't know if we should be like suggesting yeah. this in front of the media. Anything would have worked and in that movie. And then you disappear and never get to be on stage. There are ever so again. many ways that you can be respectful and disagree. So many ways. With Donald. I mean, I, look, figure it out. So All I'm saying Kermit is, Thomas is sitting in that room. I'm, that's not a chance. I'm not sitting in that room. Okay. <laughs> not, <laughs> not with him. Her? I promise you. Yeah, I'm just I saying. It's a hypothetical. Huh? I'm just it's hypothetical. You're no. sitting in the room. Donald Trump tells the American people they need to ingest bleach. Do you stand up and say, Mr. President, I don't think that's such a great idea. Absolutely. If, <laughs> if, I, I'm not, if I'm in that room, the only way I would be in that room is as a reporter. And as a reporter, I would have stood up and said, oh, bro, I had Mr. President. That. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Inject disinfectants, Mr. President. I just want to be clear. Disinfectants are bleach, Lysol, um, I don't know, green products, things that people use to clean tables, Mr. President. They should put that in their bodies. Okay, I'm just glad that we that we established On the same, on the same page. Uh, no. Yeah, no. Nah, he's, so, he's bugging. Uh, no, no sympathy for Dr. Burks. No. Um, Donald Trump's dumb. I mean, he's, 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 he's lost it, but we knew that. Um, so, now... I guess we're going into um, the the big one. And we don't have a lot of time though. Uh, but I mean, you you're aware. Yeah. Uh, the so the Tara Reid accusations have been getting a lot of traction as of late, right? So the issue on the initial was that she wasn't uh, receiving a lot of coverage from you know mainstream media. Mm-hmm. The Intercept is the original reporter of the news. Uh, and then I think someone else picked. Oh, BuzzFeed picked it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Huffington Post. I'm sorry. Huffington Post picked it up. I, I will. I mean, I just I'll express my displeasure. There, there. Not my displeasure with that. I have like a, a thing with Huffington Post. Mm. Not that I don't believe the stories that they report. I just always take them with a grain of salt. And this is not. This, this has nothing to do with the Terry Reed situation. Yeah, yeah. This is just me explaining where I met with Huffington Post. I always take them with a grain of salt because like. I think in like 2014 or 2015, Huffington Post had like, they were like the most diverse ownership group or most Mm. diverse like news team or something like that. There was like this picture that came out where it was like their entire like corporate staff and they were, they were like the most diverse corporate staff and it was like 15 white women. That was it. Like that was diversity. That was, yeah, I, I get because they were all women, but it was just like fifteen white women, and I was just like, mm, "That's Ooh, not where that we're at." Um, and so, since then, I just having the post stories just sit kind of. I don't even. I genuinely don't even read most of them. I go other places to find my news, 
Uh, but CNN is also reported. So to give guys, people some context. Uh, uh, so earlier this week, Larry King, there was a clip from Larry King that came out. Yeah. From 95? No, I thought it was 96. It might, it might be 96. It might be 96. It's from August. It might, it's just from August of, of 95 or 96. Um, uh, shortly after she had left um, Joe Biden's team. Mm. Uh, she had stopped working for Joe Biden. Uh, there's a woman who calls into the Larry King show and says that her daughter has a complaint about a senator but she doesn't want to put it out there because she doesn't want to hurt the senator's reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, but she just doesn't know who to go to, you know. Um, they, you know, they give her some ideas of where she can go. But uh, it had come out that Tara, 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 I'm sorry, she pronounces it Tara. Tara Reed said that that was her, her mother. mother. Yeah. Um, either today or yesterday. I think it was earlier today. Uh, we're recording this on Monday. Um a former neighbor of Tara Reed's said that she is, it's a woman. She said that she was the person that Tara told at mm. the time. Right. Uh, the issue was that, uh, Tara said that she had told her mother and a few other people. Um, there were not people who would corroborate at that point. Mm-hmm. Not too many. I think her brother was one of them, uh, who would, but outside of her family, not anyone. Yeah. Uh, this person was the neighbor of Tara at the time, uh, and she says that she was told about the incident. That came out today, uh, and all major news platforms reported that. Um, and people are, I mean, uh, Bring Bernie Back was trending on Twitter today. And do you uh, think, I mean, do you think people have a legitimate, I guess, cause for calling for Joe to... I mean, we, I guess we touched on to this. To drop one. out? Yeah. I mean, uh, we touched on this a little bit in um, one of our previous episodes. Yeah, but um, it's... It, but I it's mean, fleshed out a little bit more to at this yeah, point. Yeah. To be honest, I, I think I think it's legitimate. I think it's real. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't... I'm not... Here's what I know. Um, the DNC can't mess this up. And they need to figure out how not to mess it up. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know what that entails. I don't know what it means. I don't know how they move forward. I, I don't. I mean, it's not. I don't get paid to think about things like that. Um, but they 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 need to figure this thing out. Biden's campaign needs to figure this thing out right now. And like all these national polls, he's leading. Right. Yeah. He's up by like six points. He's up by two points. He's up by three points. Whatever. He's leading. Um, there was a poll done by uh, the Hill the other day that said electorally he would still lose. Right. Like mm-hmm. if we're if we're Counting electoral votes, he will not get enough to win, right? Um, Joe Biden, that is. Yeah. Uh, that feeds into the narrative that like he's not an exciting enough candidate to bring people out who we would need to vote in order to win the election. Uh, this, on top of that, does not help. You know. And I think I think specifically going against Donald Trump, who you know has been um, questioned and. Question, you know, just questioned so much about his past um, in terms of sexual assault yeah. and, and rape and um, you know any anything you can really think of in that realm. Democrats have attacked Donald Trump on it, yeah. um, and to justifyingly so. Um, but with that said, like 
if if Democrats are going to be the party of you know of me too and of I you know I, I stay I'm with her. Um, how you know how can we put up Joe Biden even if it is just accusations at this point because you know we I think it's important to make the distinction that nothing has been like solidified like he's not been convicted of the sexual assault mm-hmm. um, but you also have to recognize that Joe Biden is a person in a position of power and in America people in positions of power generally have better luck in situations like this than people who don't do you um, feel comfortable answering whether or not you believe her um yeah I mean it, it, and I'll, I'll preface before I answer I'll say that the reason that it is such a diff- like it, it's a difficult question, especially as a male mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and as a black male answering the question, just because um, you know we know the history of um, you know men oppressing women and doing really bad things to them. Mm-hmm. We also recognize that there is a problem with um, you know white women falsely accusing black men and you know ruining their lives mm-hmm. because of you know they. Uh, prominent example like NFL players about to get drafted or something like that and then it comes out some white girl in college said that he raped her mm-hmm. and then she says that it's all a lie and this man's life is ruined um, so you know taking things like that into account it's like I, you don't want to be like yes he's definitely guilty because then every single person who ever has an uh, accusation against them like you kind of have to keep that same energy mm-hmm. um, but I think there's a distinction Joe Biden's also a rich white man um, and, like, he doesn't have the problem of fighting the criminal justice system. Um, I don't necessarily know what Tara, Tara Reid would have to benefit from this other than people know Tara Reid now. Um, and I, I guess, you know, she could write a book or something if he got, like, kicked out or, or if they decided not to go with him. Um, so all that long... <laughs> I was about to laugh at you because you had not answered. <laughs> I have not answered the question outright yet. Um, I, I don't know. I guess that's my, my the politician in me. But um, I, I, I do. I, I do. I, you believe her? I do. I believe her. Okay. Um, and so so and 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 and, and this and the, it's, it's it's hard. It's just it's so it's hard to have these conversations because I don't want anything that I'm saying to seem like a justification for Joe Biden's alleged actions. But Joe Biden. There's, we've all seen all the videos and stuff. He got a, a, he gets too close to women a lot, and little girl. He just, and it's not like I don't, I don't necessarily know if it's with that intent of making them uncomfortable. But when a woman feels uncomfortable, like you have to acknowledge that that's a legitimate feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so, sexual assault is a large realm of possible infractions. Um, mm-hmm. And so, do I believe that Joe Biden made Tar? I don't think that he like raped her, and I don't think she, she's claiming that he raped her. But I think that there was he probably her with his fingers, according to her. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It's not. This is not an un, a um, uncomfortable claim. This is Joe Biden pushed me up against the wall, um, put his hands down my pants. Bada bing, bada boom. Um, when I forced him off of me, that, he said, what did she say? He said, you're dead to me. Oh, no. The first thing he said was, I thought you liked me. And then he said, you're dead to me. And then she left the room. 
I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't put anything past um, a white man, to be honest. So that's what you had? Yeah, I mean, and I, I hate to, because obviously, like, Lord knows I don't want Donald Trump in the White House for another four years. Yeah. Um, and I think that Joe Biden, like, and this is going to sound terrible, but Joe Biden, even given everything that's, you know, come out, uh, all the accusations, but I think that Joe Biden is still better yeah. than Donald Trump. That doesn't mean that Joe Biden's good or like, but I think he's better than Donald Trump. But should Americans have to choose between uh, a super bad sexual assault uh, perpetrator or a guy who only has one accusation or, you know, or I'm not, not only one accusation, but only one like mainstream big news accusation um should should american people have to choose between that when we have a a candidate in bernie who is you know who's largely untarnished in those sort of scandals and stuff like that and it's just like as a party we have to you know we're losing a little bit of like strategic firepower here because in november joe biden can no longer you know say this is the man who was talking about grabbing him by the pussy Mm-hmm. He can't say that because now you have this Tar Reed accusation of you doing exactly that. So you know, it, and you know, it, it, obviously, if if what Tar Reed is saying took happen act, took place actually took place, then I think that at, at some point we have to. It has to be a moral battle. It, it has to transition from moral battle to or from a political battle to a moral battle. Mm-hmm. Um, right now. Um, I think it's it's a political decision by the DNC on whether or not you know how they want to address it, how their how the campaign is going to move forward, um, because Joe Biden's going to have to answer like he's going to have to answer a question about it at some point. Um, so, you know, it's just it's just hard. Um, it's it's just it's a, no, it's, a, it's, a, it's a difficult situation. It's tough, man. I think. Um I think that there is a way in which we look at life. And I think this is much easier for black people than it is for white people. Um, but I think there's a way in which we currently look at life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and in which we like search for a perfect path to a destination mm-hmm. um, nothing I, I want to preface this say and say nothing that I'm saying means to um, excuse any actions mm-hmm. uh, but uh, we look for a perfect path to a destination as in like there's a there's a place we want to be but there's also a way that we want to get there yeah um, we factor in who that way like has a tendency to hurt who that who that way has a tendency to like leave behind um because so many of our movements so many of our like political structures are based around like um that path only being good for a couple of people Mm. um and we're trying to find a balance right we're trying to find a balance between a path that includes everybody and a destination that will make everyone happy uh and I think there are times where that has has put us in flawed situations. Mm-hmm. I think this is one of those times. Uh, we are all very aware 
anybody who listens to this podcast, anybody who's ever had a conversation with me, is is very aware of the fact that I I do not think Donald Trump should be president, right? Yeah. I, everybody knows who I think should be president. Um. Uh, I think us being in this position is a direct result of that like idea, right? That like my path is the is the right path to get to the place where we want to get. Uh, it's tough because not only has that put us here, but for some people it's like made us less attracted to that that idea, and mm. for some people it's made them buckle down, right? Right, like I now I say this, and and I don't say it any any less aggravatingly but you know you would not have to vote for joe biden if you had voted for hillary clinton i stand by that that's like a that's like a real thing but now here we are and your question is if the question is do i believe her um yes i do right Mm. um i believe that what she says happened happened i do not look for any defense of it i do not have a but i do not have like um uh, where do we go from here? I cannot, and I will not. I don't, I don't think I have to, right? I, I cannot and I will not, like, defend my um, my choice to vote for Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is where we're at, yeah. right? And this is the move that has to be made to go forward, right? Um, sometimes there are bumps in a road. And not that I'm comparing her experience to bumps, but sometimes there are bumps in a road, and I still have a destination to get to. One thing that I'm very aware of is that, like this road that we are on right now, is not the one that I that we need to be on. Yeah. Um. Do I best case scenario? Best case scenario, Joe Biden goes to the Democratic National Convention. This situation is too much. He chooses another candidate to run for president, right? Mm-hmm. He gives he gives his delegates to another candidate. That's my best case scenario. For a lot of people, that would not work, right? The DNC cannot enter in and just decide a new candidate is going to be yeah. president of the United States, right? There would be a riot. Um, I, yeah, I mean, it's it's a difficult it's a difficult place to be. Um, but do you think do you think that so, you know, I don't, I don't, obviously, I don't want to take it off of Tara Reid and, like, her experience. Yeah. Um, but, just, like, in terms of what you're saying and, like, the, the, the strategy in terms of how to best move forward. Because as a, as a people, as a country, regardless of Donald Trump, if Donald Trump's the candidate or, or um, you know, if Joe Biden's a candidate or Bernie Sanders, like, we, you know, we have to vote in November. Yeah. Um, do you think that if what, what you said happened, Joe Biden goes to the National Convention... Gives his delegates to Bernie. Bernie's a nominee. Do you think that there is enough behind Joe to, you know, reinvigorate Bernie's campaign? Because Bernie had a real good start and then dwindled out to, you know. But that's the thing. I don't. I don't. I genuinely. I'm at a place where I don't even think it's about the candidate. To be honest with you, I think folks are motivated by the presence and the existence of Donald Trump. Right. So. uh, I think if, Ber- if he did that and Bernie was a candidate, that's cool. If he did that and, I don't know, Elizabeth or uh, Amy or if any Democrat was no. a candidate uh, outside of Michael Bloomberg. But if any Democrat was a candidate, I think you still have the same situation where folks are just like, it's not Donald, you know. Yeah. Um, 
However, this this is a this is a stain, and it's 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 bothersome because I I think I think Joe should address it. I mean, this is what I said last time as well. I think Joe should. I think Joe needs to say something. Yeah, I think this idea that you're like sitting at home with your wife and everything is okay is a problem. However, and I say this open to whatever backlash follows. But however, there's a there's a genuine trade off. When people vote, what they do is they measure their pain in comparison in comparison to someone else's. Yeah. And so, what you in this situation in this moment, um, what each person. Uh, has to do is is measure where where they feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Do you feel comfortable in this America, right? Um, or do you or would you like to to vote on something else? And for me, that answer is absolutely not. I don't. Yeah, don't. I'm not. I'm not good with this. I'm not okay, right? Like, yeah. um, and so because that's the case, uh, I'm not a. I'm not sitting here going to scream like I'm a fan of it. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I recognize my situation. And to be clear, like I said earlier, I think it's a lot easier for black people than it is white people, because we've been here, right? Yeah. Black people have voted for racist people for most of our history, because they're not gonna bother us. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like, like, they, all right, cool. You're racist. Just be racist up there. Like you know what I mean? As yeah. long as you're not gonna come down here with it. Um. You you vote based on what, what you want to see. Yeah, and I mean, I and I think that's. And obviously, you know, th- this is a tough conversation because ideally, um, you know, in, in the ideal America, as soon as something like this comes out, you know, like we have a, another candidate that we can push and campaign with and or, or we even uh, we even just vote for the Republican candidate and be OK with that life no, um, in those days. Yeah. You know, um, but unfortunately, we're just not. The reality is we're not in the situation right now and, and you know it is this is costing people lives you know like this is a life or death situation for thousands and thousands of americans um and, and you know probably more than that uh, to be real so um i don't think you can you, you definitely can't you know dismiss and i think that um a lot of prominent um people in the democratic party like you know, like Nancy Pelosi endorsed Joe Biden either today or yesterday. Um, yeah. And I just think that, at, like, if we are going to be the party, uh, and I say we, but I guess if, if Democrats are going to be the party of the morals or, or the party of, um, you know, the moral compass of America and the party of the people, the, the oppressed people, um, then we have to reflect that in the candidates that we choose to represent us. Um, and, and and that goes to the elected officials who are endorsing Joe Biden um, without him even making and, and that's my problem is that Joe Biden himself has not addressed it at all. His campaign has said that the allegations are false, um, but Joe Biden just hasn't said anything. I, I think and we got to we got to go. But I think the, the where I'm at is where exactly where um, AOC is. Yeah. Right? Like this. These are legitimate conversations to have. And I'm not walking from away from anyone who 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 wants to give me this as their reason not to vote for Joe Biden, right? Like, this is, that's very much, I'm yeah, very much okay with that being your your reality. What I have measured is that it cannot be mine. Yeah. And, and I, don't think, I don't think people should necessarily be punished for that. You know, like, because yeah. um, I think you can recognize the wrong that 
was done um, and also recognize the uh, I guess for lack of a better term like the better option of the two options that we have you know like you, mm-hmm. you, you have an apple or an orange if both of them you know are bit into mm-hmm. you still gotta choose between the apple and the orange what they say right? um, I've seen somebody break it down um, I was about to lie. I didn't see nobody break this down. <laughs> uh, but they, it was like uh, if uh, if Batman had to go out one night and he had to choose to fight the Joker or the Riddler, mm. and he chose to fight the Riddler, would you blame him? Like for yeah. that night, like I just don't want to deal with all that extra stuff. Yeah. Like tonight, I'm gonna take the guy that gives me questions and <laughs> yeah, got a little puzzle. I gotta do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like hey, uh, but yeah, yeah, like uh, that's how we're feeling. Uh, Definitely leave comments. Yeah, let, let us know it, how yeah, you guys are feeling. Let us know your thoughts. If this, uh, is, if this is, you know, th- I know for a lot of people, Joe Biden didn't have any more straws left. So, you know, this could have been the final straw for a lot of people. Let us know, you know, what, what you're thinking about. Um, should Joe drop out? Should, should Joe endorse Bernie? Should Joe give his delegates to somebody else? Let us know. Yep, exactly. All right. Let's um, get into some news. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I want you to know something. What, what do I need to know? Miami. They've gone seven weeks without a homicide for the first time since 1952. Let's go. Thank you, coronavirus. Shout out to COVID. Nobody died. Isn't saving that lives and taking lives, I guess. I don't know. Huh? I said saving lives and taking lives. Right. <laughs> you know, isn't that beautiful? No. Uh, not at all. Not at all. Um... Stop killing so, people. So, yeah, I mean, that's, I guess that's cool. Um, <laughs> good job, Miami folks, staying inside, not killing each other. Oh, yeah. Um, so, the Pentagon released three videos, uh, declassified three videos of UFOs today. So, for all of my uh, alien enthusiasts or green lizard people enthusiasts, um, you know, 2020 has been a wild year, and I guess we just can't put nothing past the universe because uh, the Pentagon just said that they, don't, they didn't know what the UFOs were neither. And they just put the videos out, and um, so you guys can go check that out, see if you think the aliens are coming to get us. It, it, have you guys have you seen that? Like the meme online, it was like 2020 uh, coronavirus is over. God, I'm glad. No. Like now we can get back to normal. And then it's like 2021, and a UFO shows up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, bro, chill out. Um, okay, 45,000 people signed a petition calling for. All streaming services, Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, to be free during the pandemic. I saw I saw somebody who they actually um they advocated for Amazon Prime to be re- the the price to be reduced because they're just like the overday shipping is not a thing anymore. Like they, we don't get that, so we don't need to be paying this much money. I thought it was a valid argument. I'm all for some free Amazon Prime. Um, yeah, that's funny. So coronavirus deaths doubled in LA County over last week. Um, you know, that's telling because this is also coming after, um, you know, the beaches were reopened and people start going back outside and stuff like that. And, uh, coronavirus deaths are still rising. So let's stay inside, ladies and gentlemen. Let's not listen to Donald or, uh, Brian Kemp, if that's where you at. Leave my governor alone. Well, he's terrible. (laughs) Uh, guys little bit of info, tidbit of info here for you guys. This is kind of funny, I guess. Guess what the most liked, liked tweet on Twitter was this week? Hmm. 
Joe Biden, I can't believe I have to say this, but do not drink bleach. <laughs> was the most liked tweet this week. Yeah, I think we all we all feel that. Um, so there has also been um, animals have been catching the coronavirus. Um, that's more well, I don't than just I don't, a tiger. Yeah, more than just a tiger. Like house cats, there's been two house cats in New York. There was like a a ferret farm or something where a couple of animals got it. I don't really know. Like that's super it, upsetting. Yeah, people are transferring it to the animals. So no, but it's also upsetting that they can get those tests. I'm still kind of confused about that. But okay. Oh yeah, that the animals are testing positive. You testing ferrets? There's definitely some black folks. Get out of here, the, dog. Yeah. Ferrets. Okay. Hmm, that's an important um, industry, Karen. Uh, okay. Listen, uh, I got two more things. These are the last two, right? Yeah. Um, so we heard about Wisconsin a couple weeks back. Mm-hmm. The voting. 36 people have tested positive for coronavirus, and they're citing that it's because they did the primary voting. Oh, um, okay. So that's that's so sad. far? Yeah, that's so far, but that's, that's kind of sad. We knew that. Uh, but it, it does make a solid case for vote by mail moving to November, uh, which, you know, is good for Democrats. Yeah. Also, uh, back to our little spiel on the small loan program. Here's to show you, I, I need to figure out what, like, small business loan program. I need to figure out what small business means, right? Yeah. Like, Ruth Chris, to be fair, we talked about State Shack returning their money. Ruth Chris also returned their money after the backlash. Okay. They're a high-end steakhouse. Uh, like, mm. you can go to Ruth Chris, to, to be clear. Ruth Chris got a small business loan. You can go to Ruth Chris and, like, easily me and you go to Ruth Chris and spend $2 million. Like, easily. It's, it's a small business. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're expensive food. Uh, but also, <laughs> guess who else got a loan from the small business program and had to return it? It's something like, uh, I bet you can't guess. I, I want to say Johnson and Johnson because they just got that whole uh, lawsuit for the for the opioids and stuff. Oh no, nah, no, nah, that would be a good. That's a good guess. That was just that's a good I want I literally, if you're listening to a pod, pause and think, guess. I want everybody to guess because I promise you, nobody would guess this. The L.A. Lakers received four point six million. The Lakers, <laughs> the LA Ron Lakers got it like that. Received four point six million dollars from the small business loan. They returned it, but they received four point six million dollars. Ron Brown got pulled, bro. What is a small business? Bro, I, don't, I don't know. I do not understand. The Lakers is definitely not a small business. That's not bro. it. What? That's not it. Uh, okay, best thing you saw this week. Um. Best thing I saw this week. I don't know why you just ask me this all the time. Like right off the, we just got done talking about something. You know, I usually take me a second to pull up. I don't even understand why you gotta pull it up, bro. Because it's just like he acts like we don't map out the show right before we do it. Also, sorry guys that we went over the the Tara Reid thing was a little deep. I don't apologize. Y'all, y'all here. All y'all that got to this point, y'all gonna finish it anyway. At this point. <laughs> um, shoot, man. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I don't know, bro. Nas- there wasn't nothing on social media this week, really. Uh, it was National Pretzel Day. I like the Office episode. 
where Stanley would get the pretzels. Uh, there was there really wasn't much on social Stanley media. Stanley and Michael high five. Yeah, and then yeah, and uh, he he keep uh, who he keep Phyllis from cutting with uh, uh, Bob yeah. Vance with Bob Vance. Yeah, from Vance um, Refrigeration. Yeah, the Office. But if you haven't watched the Office, that'll that'll get you through. That's that's the thing we could do. Two, we could weeks. we could literally. I think we could do a whole hour on easy on like what our favorite scenes from the Office were. Easy money. Oh my god, that, that would definitely be a nice little curveball episode. Would it not, Doug? That'd be fantastic. Um, best thing I saw this week. We shared it on the page. Kermit the Frog. Um, oh, the song? Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, nah. It was It was absolutely amazing. Best thing we have ever shared. I'll put the... <coughs> I'll actually... Um, I'll probably put the audio in. But I mean, I guess it's two. I, it's, it's one thing, because Muppet, Muppets are the best thing that I saw this week. Uh, but also, Elmo and Elmo's dad were, have just been... Mm. Uh, Incredible. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it, it it just goes to show you what like leadership is because there there to be clear, I don't think there is ever a time where well, not not ever a time in the last eight years there is no chance that I don't feel like how do I put this? If this had happened when Obama was president, Michelle Obama would have done a PSA yeah. with Sesame Street to let kids know why yeah. people were wearing masks. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um. It, it's just like a. You know, because you could easily just have a video of some guy saying, this is how you make a mask. Yeah. But you know that, you know, kids been stuck inside for yeah. a month. Like They're trying to figure it out. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just something courteous. It's just a nice thought. It was dope. Um, it was cool. I enjoyed every second of it. But um, yeah, so Kermit the Frog, Elmo, uh, I'm a big kid. What can I say? Yeah. Um, um, let's get out of here. Actually, I, I wanted to change my answer because the best thing that I saw this week on social media was that Woken Restless did cross 500 followers <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> so that's pretty exciting. Almost to yeah. a grand. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, or not really, almost halfway there. Halfway there. But, but um, we yeah. need you guys to, to keep it up. You know, keep liking, sharing, following. We love you guys uh, loving the content so much. Um, and so we just want to say thank you. Yeah, no. and we, 500 is deep. We're going to um, keep our, we're going to actually be throwing some new things at y'all in a couple, in a few weeks here. Yeah, definitely. Um, so keep y'all on your toes a little bit. So stay tuned. Share with a friend. Um, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Um, stay woke. Stay restless. Hey, there we go. <laughs> I've been pushing for that. <laughs> Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, but only illusions. And rainbows have nothing to hide. So we've been told, and some choose to believe it. I know they're wrong, wait and see. Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and me.